How are you, Sam? I have a pen. I have pens. I just don't have a paper. All right. Um. Okay. To begin with, uh, we have. Uh, I have a question for you. Sure. Name me two of your favorite movies of all time. They don't have to be the toppermost. Uh, there's just movies, movies that like. you uh, that you really like. And then, name me two of your favorite records of all time. They don't have to be the toppermost, but they do have to uh, be your favorites. Okay. Two movies. Two records, go. Well, any movie. Yeah, any movie that you like. Okay. And and love, I should say, if you love, can, if you can venture in that realm. Hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, make sure they're tasty. Like yeah. Okay. And this is a propos of nothing. We don't have to go like, back to the subject. Like it. Okay. Uh, it's just uh, it's it's how it has to begin. Okay. Does it have to be, um, does it have to be tasteful? No, no. Okay. No, these are your favorites. You, right. One's taste is not necessarily tasteful in, at large. It has okay. to, it has to come from the heart. If you like it, you like, if you happen to like the film Bad Taste or something that's, that happens to be like Debbie goes Dallas, Debbie does Dallas or something, it's just what you like, you know? I'm sure you have your reasons. You don't have to explain yourself. I can you say this. Name the films. I can say Fight Club was okay. Don't. It's not my favorite, but it was okay. It is fucking good. You go back to it, though. Yeah, well... What'd you call it one of your favorites? Well, apparently it's one of the ones that you have to watch over and over again to, like... I don't know. Part of me wonders, like, if it didn't have the reputation, would I like Fight Club more? Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, Well, that means you're impressionable. See, you're revealing much too much, and you had to. Well, it means that I don't... It means that I don't have opinions for myself. It just means that... Yeah, I'm going off of, like... You know what it means to like Fight Club more than like do I, I? I enjoyed the movie. It was good. Is it your favorite? People say. Is it among your? Favorites? I wouldn't put it in my favorites. Then why the hell did you? Met? God damn it! Because Dad. it's a because no, it's a stop, topical, all right, all right, a topical all right, stop, subject. Stop! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Take a deep breath, and then two of your favorite movies, two of your favorite albums. They don't have right. to be the top or most. They're just your favorites. Favorites. Okay, well, favorite album. I can I can I can name one favorite album for sure. That's uh, Flippers Generic. Name a second. Name a what? A second. Oh. Wow, two is really hard for you. Huh? Yeah, two is really hard. Okay, it um, doesn't have to be like the top five. Doesn't have okay. to be the best one. It's just one of them. Just okay. Among just them. one of my favorites. Yeah, among them. Hmm. Okay, so that, and then I guess uh, for another favorite record, um, it's hard to say, because I'm just thinking yeah, what I've listened to recently. It's really, hey, I'm having a really difficult time. I didn't expect the hot seat to be this hot. Yeah, I didn't yeah, expect I the question. Like I thought these were softball questions. No, I'm like fucking sweating and <laughs> Well, that's perspiring. also really hot in here. And uh, not even, I think, you know, if this were like, uh, if this were in Greenland, I'd still be sweating right now. It's just a question. I, I like that you it's, caught, it's coming, it's like coming you internally, the, not not externally. You caught the it's Greenland Iceland head. comparison. Yeah. Amidst your thing, you're you're like you've you heard that right? Where the ice is in Greenland and yeah, the, the green is in Iceland. Is in Iceland. Yeah. Fuckers. Right. Wait, we're trailing too far away. <laughs> uh, you got one record down. You need a second. Okay. Um. Just one you really like, man. It shouldn't have to be that hard. It's really hard. I love that it's hard. I, I can say, um, I don't know. I'll go with, uh, 
Uh, I'll go with In Utero. That's a good one. Because I've, I've liked that since I was in like high school. Now two movies. All right. Hmm. Okay. So. So favorite maybe too strong a word. Two movies you really I like. like. Okay. Really like. Yeah. Really two movies like. you really like that you've seen more than once because you were like, this is such a good movie. Okay. I gotta see it again. I almost watched They Live twice in the same day. You liked it. I did like it. Well, like I didn't. I wouldn't say it's like, oh, this is an amazing. Like this is the best motion good picture Lord I've ever Sam. seen. But I liked it. How about Fight Club? Is that one of your favorites too? And that you really liked it? I said Fight Club before, right? You did, but okay. I, you were unclear. But now, well, before I said qualified. Fight Club, and it was like, you know, this abstract thing, but now I'm getting the vision of the poster with the soap, and I'm like, oh, I said Fight Club, right? It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie for sure. Not not one of the best. <laughs> uh, I'm hard-pressed to say it's one of the best. Um, well, let's find one you're not hard-pressed to find. One of the best. Well, I mean, I liked because it's cause I, just because I've watched it recently. I, I like I did like um, Into the Soup a lot. Um, in the Soup, right? In the Soup. Or yeah. is it Into the Soup? I think it's In the Soup. So you got uh, In the Soup. You got not Fight Club, but They Live. They Live. We right. got uh, Generic and In Utero. Flipper and Nirvana. Yeah, right. Good job. Um, okay. Okay. We can move on. All right, that's fair. Hello, Sam. I'm, I'm gonna like it's gonna hit me in a couple hours. Like, oh, this is my favorite movie. Well, you can smack I can't yourself do it now. I'm like, oh, I should have said this for my favorite record. Can, I can put down Flipper for sure. That's can, the only one I'm... Out of all four of those down, things... Put like the most secure sure. in its yeah. place. Uh, if it comes to you later, just write it down. And if you're a, if you're a guest again, okay. you, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put it... We'll mark it down. All right, yeah? if I don't fuck this up too bad. Oh, it's too late. This, okay, this it's already intro fucked up. has gone on. It's already probably like 25 minutes long, isn't Are, it? We're really like 40... We're almost done. You think anyone's going to listen to it? I think Anyone's no. I think either it? everyone's gonna hear this or no one's gonna hear this. <laughs> if there's an in between, I'll be very pissed off. You think there's like a like a segment of the population out there who is really into podcasts where someone's just like uh, for like forty minutes? Because I you think mean, that's wait, what I've done here. You're you're suggesting if there was a, a a podcast where this where in it someone goes ah uh, for like forty minutes yeah, yeah, and there's oh, a guy out oh, there listening oh. to it. And going, reviewing, going, yeah, oh, marking yeah. a checklist and right. shit. Well, there's critics for movies. And for a while, <laughs> that was like a dumb thing. Like, not only was movies not an art, but it's also like, uh, it's also like, um, like, I don't know, a dumb profession. Right. And then, turns out, they're serious things because they make a lot of money. And then you got reviewers who are like, oh, what, why are you reviewing movies? Just say if it's good or not. And then, turns out, reviewers are pretty actually, uh important mm-hmm. for the for the whole system. I don't know how they're important. But then I wound up liking uh, Rob, R- Roger Ebert. If there's a Roger Ebert for podcasts, I really hope he listens to this and like gives me a rating of like one and a half stars. This is a this is an effort okay. that I definitely acknowledge but and then give me his yeah. reasons. Well that's what I mean. I felt like I had to acknowledge Fight Club. And he I, did. I feel like it's the elephant in the room. How is uh, how how? Because you... if you say like if you ask I don't know I feel like if you ask uh, if you ask a male what their favorite movie is generally speaking you're gonna get Fight Club I feel like at least like at least seventy percent of the time you're gonna be like oh Fight Club's top two favorite movies like They're gonna Fight be Club like, are and you something kidding else. me Fight, Fight Club, Club yeah. bro <laughs> um yeah I think you're onto something there 
because so I had to give the audience what they want. I have to be relatable after all. It has that. Timo, if we're going to make the, am I allowed to say your name? You, yeah, well, okay. I, I, you skipped the part. You, 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 you caked over the part where I said, hello, Sam. Oh, right, right, right. Hello, Sam. Okay. So we are, we're okay. Well, you're still caking over it. I'm still caking. Hello, Timo. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, oh, what, was, what was I going on about Fight Club? Something. Oh, uh, the bros. Right, <laughs> the bros. Well, you know, I feel like it's it's what the it's what people want. So I had to give people what they want. Huh, uh, this, this, this is, is uh, this isn't as much for the people as it is for uh, for us. I don't know if that makes sense because I'm unclear on the idea, but I'm pretty sure this isn't for the people. I'm going into it uh, with you know the business mindset. You always you right. always have had the. I should mention here, you and I are in a band together. Mm-hmm. We're called Net Worth. Right. Uh, our instruments are here. We could we could theoretically play a set. Yeah. But we won't. But we could. But we won't. But we're in a band together. We haven't played live except for uh, a, a group of friends. Yeah, maybe like six people. Max. There was about six people yeah. and a diminishing amount of people <laughs> as the night went on. Uh, but yeah, we're 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 not really uh, officially a band until we're, we hit the stage at the right. smell or something. Right at the right? smell. So uh, so we do have a band camp, but this isn't the time or place to plug in anything on my end. Would mm-hmm. you like to plug anything? Mm, uh, yeah, just uh, is it networth69.bandcamp.com? Is that it? No, I, I, think, I think you gave away our username. Oh, oops. <laughs> Don't log in. <laughs> oh, no. Hackers. All you need to do now is give the password. And then right. you're like, whoops, the password is definitely not whatever the password is. <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's, uh, if I can correct you, I think it's networth.bandcamp.com. Okay. All right. That's fair. Is it? I, Maybe I it think is 6 so. 9 I mean, It sounds like net worth has been taken before. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there was a few net worths when we looked it up. Yeah. We're, we're the green one. Right. Yeah. If the page is green, you know we're, you're being, we're being seen. Totally. Is that the rhyme? Yeah, I think that's how it goes. If it's, if the rhyme's not right, you, you better get out of my sight. Yeah, it gives me some fright. Oh man, tonight. Uh, how was your ride over? Tonight, tonight. Uh, it was good. Don't do copyright material. Okay. I'll get in trouble. That I'll get in trouble. Redacted. <laughs> um, how was your ride over? Um, it was. Uh, it was. The bus was delayed, so I went on there, and um, whenever the bus door opens, there's a race to or who can get in first. You know, yeah. and there's always some like uh, yeah. some like elderly people behind you or like on the side. And then you get like you can't like you can't rush past the elderly people, otherwise you feel like a dick. So you kind of have to let them go. But um, does the phrase "women and children first mean anything to you? Um, it's yeah, but only because it's been you know ingrained in me. I don't know if How? I'm a well because you hear it all the time, "women and children first. But then when it's like fourteen year olds. Like I was mad because there were some fourteen-year-olds on the bench. They're and not then, children. Those aren't children. No, I'm waiting. And then they got behind the elderly people, so they got fucking on the bus, and I'm mad because, you know, it's like I like I respect children, but well, respect's the wrong word. I I uh, I'll give precedence to children, but like only yeah, only like you know like eleven and under. I think once you're like twelve to sixteen. That's when it's like that's when you get into the hateable period, and I'm like, you know, no, I want to get hateable the bus. from your end. Yeah, from me, like, oh right. fuck these kids, right? Fuck these teens, right? Um, no, I, I was ingrained the phrase by Radiohead. There's that song. Oh, Idiotique. On a, off of Idiotech. Oh, the name of the song's Idiotech. What's the what's the album called? Kid A. 
Yeah, that, that, it's, the, it's that song. And I, I always think, I used to think it since high school. I was like, all, I'd, look, I'd be at the bus, and I knew about courtesy, like as a thing, get off the seat if, uh, if you can offer it to someone older or crippled or, or whatever the right word is, handicapped. Uh, but, yeah, I remember being in high school and standing outside the bus and just being like, women and children first. You know, let the yeah. kids and the old people first. Right. And then, like, kids my age at that time was 14, 15, 16. They didn't count. Okay. They weren't kids. That's courteous. Yeah, they're not kids, but they're not adults either. They're just... No. Uh, and they should have ingrained this Radiohead song, too. Right. But they don't, and they I don't blame them. They listen blame to whatever is popular now. It's not their fault. They're miserable, shitty, right. no, ugly, no, no, no. just really the cream of the crop. <laughs> if I could... Yeah. They're intimidating, too. It brings me back to that oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've forgotten about that, but that's true. I think that, if anything, that's a known fact right. over women and children first. Right. Just that kids are intimidating. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a subject that's been visited before by comedians and, like, thinkologists. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure Jordan yeah. Peterson wrote a thesis Probably. about it, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. About the shittiness of children. Self-centeredness. You went to a protest recently. Yeah, I did. This was, uh, what's today? This was, uh... Today's this Friday. This was a, a week ago today. today. Today's Friday. No. Wait, I think today's Saturday, isn't it? Today's definitely a day. Yeah, Saturday, August 1st. So it was a week ago. Yes. Uh, how did it go? Wait, what was the subject of the of the matter? What was the subject of the protest? Well, it was kind of funny, because it wasn't really coordinated. Like, I met by City Hall. Um, I went with my friend, and, uh... You know, so we went down, and there was like this, like this, black brown solidarity protest, which is what it was called, um, and it was pretty cool. Like you saw marching in, there was like people, you know, they were wearing like the Aztec, like traditional kind of clothing. Shirtless, they got the underwear. Yeah, they got the things on their the, legs, the like the, the, the shake the and. Ch- yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. This is a protest. Are you sure this isn't a, a, a religious gathering, like a? Guadalupe? No, it was, it was a protest because it's about solidarity. You know, and it was about like solidarity with, um, you know, Black Lives Matter. You read this off a of flyer. Yeah, I saw it down there, and I heard people talking about like a black brown solidarity protest. So that must have been it. And there was another group there, and I don't know what they were doing specifically, but you know, they gave a. They had a truck, they pulled up, they gave like a compelling speech. It was unrelated to this. And then there was like some vegans in the background having these like signs about like, you know. Um, I mean, I laugh because like vegans kind of like a, you know, like, ugh, vegans. You're like it has a negative connotation a to joke? it. joke? Is that what you're... Is no, what I'm, you're... I'm saying they're not. I'm saying that I, I appreciate what they're saying. You know, I don't, I don't know if the... But it's funny. Like there's a stereotype to vegans and everyone hates that like idea of vegans in your head. Like even me. Like, you don't know. say everyone. How don't say well, everyone. No, but That's there's an trap. idea with vegans. It's like that they are. Uh, there, there is an idea. With yeah, vegans. they're like you know, like snotty and like a. Uh, that could be said about just about any sub. That's culture. true. Like they try to enforce things upon you, but but like radical vegans, I think are pretty cool, and that's what this was here. Even though radical but, vegans probably enforce more than regular vegans, but but you know at least they're but passionate. Then being at a protest and seeing a group of vegans is not necessarily. It was a small group. It was like five people, mate. But they were there, and there were some anarchists there too. So it's this like you know conglomeration of all these things. Okay. Um, and then then it turned into like this Portland solidarity thing with the everything that's yeah, going on there. Yeah, Portland's going through hell right now. Yeah, with right like now. the unidentifiable like federal officers and stuff. So I think because it was solidarity with that, then the energy kind of got escalated, and we uh, we walked around, and the first building that was targeted was a um, 
It was like this federal building. It had something to do with incarceration. I don't know if it was actually a place where people were incarcerated, but it was a pretty tall building. So we went there and... Um, you're a terrible protester. I'm just going to say really? it. Really? Well, you're I'm just, I'm just following just the like, lead. Right. Well, your, your intention was, I'm though, to fight the, the power, right? Yeah, it was to... Because I'd been to him before, and, and I was like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll go again. You know, yeah. it feels like I, I should go to, to more of these, especially since I'm unemployed. But, <laughs> you have time on your head? Yeah. Well, that, that's why I think they got so big, as, as they did. Um, yeah, you're not a, a, a career, like, political... I, 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 the, the word is lost on me, but there's a good word for what it is that protesters, like, do... Like social justice warrior. You're not a career right. social justice warrior. Um, but not a career one. No, no, but you're aware that like protests have been going on and that you should probably hit up more than you have. Right, but yeah. This isn't your first rodeo either. Right? No, I've, I've been to other ones, but it's... Uh, I've been to a couple like at, at the school I went to in, in Massachusetts. And there was one that was pretty big. Like We went around to Walmart and that one got loud, but none of them, like, none of them ever had property damage. You um, said the school. Was it a walkout? Yeah, well, it was, uh, no, it, it was just, like, it was, uh, it was around the time of, uh... Iraq. When Black Lives Matter started. Oh, no, Iraq, okay. I was, like, seven. Um, <laughs> right. I was too young to be aware, but, uh, yeah, but we did that, and, like, that was, like, kind of the most loud one I've been to, surprisingly enough, but then the other ones I've been to in L.A., like, it wasn't, you know, we just marched around, but, yeah, they, they attacked this federal, uh, incarceration building, and... Then, uh, then it was um, the courthouse, like the L.A. courthouse downtown. Right. Um, this is going back here. This is where. Yeah, I kind of like downtown. walked around, and then finally, what really escalated things was a there's this immigration building, and they smashed the doors to it. Who smashed it? Well, I sh- maybe. I don't think it was the anarchists. Oh, the anarchists. Yeah, because I saw that they had the garb on. And, well, uh, they could be undercover cops, right? That's well, that's what I thought, but I don't because it was it was like a politically motivated. Like these buildings are definitely significant. Like it wasn't like I think it would be an undercover cop if they tried to like smash the window of some like small business or like McDonald's or something. But this yeah, is like specifically this is targeting something. So that's where I think I don't think cops would want to risk doing damage to you know. No, and I think cops' motives, like undercover cops' motives, would be more to coerce the people yeah. that do violent things right. than to actually do violent things right, to, right. To, to kick the start. And they would target things that don't, like, you know, like smashing up a McDonald's isn't going to do anything. But, you know, but like the courthouse says you immigration smashing building. Smashing McDonald's? I think that's the way to go. Maybe, if you yeah. want to, like, smash a couple uh, fries and... Maybe maybe if we smash uh, McDonald's corporate, right. I feel better. You're right. Okay. Yeah. No. See, there you go. So. Yeah. Um, so you're yeah, at the protest, and things are getting out of hand. Right. Uh, did you leave because things got out of hand, or did you? Uh, we backed away. I was actually pretty close to a police officer, or like a riot police uh, person, because they arrested someone. And they took her behind this corner, and I was like, wait, what's going on? So I, like, I ran to see what was going on, and then all of a sudden, luckily, I, like, I stopped and looked, because I was like, right in front of a riot cop, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, like, if I had like, ran any further, they probably would have like, uh, hit me with a baton or something. So I stopped, but I tried to see what was going on, like what they were doing with this woman. And as far as I know, she wasn't like escalating or anything. She didn't, like, you know, she wasn't trying to like, hit the officers or whatever, but for some reason, they arrested her. I don't know why. Um, but it was just sketchy. And but they lined up all these riot cops, so you can you can see what was actually happening because they took her behind a corner, and like to to see what they would do, you'd have to get past the riot police, okay. which you can't. That sounds scary. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. So your heart's racing, but you're thinking like, 
what, you're in danger, or did you think... Well, I feel like I'm, I'm more or less safe, but, um, you know, I don't know if, like, I don't know if they're going to target me specifically, but they will if I, like, run into them. That's why I'd, like, I wasn't even paying attention. I just saw all this, all of a second I saw this riot cop here, like, oh, crap. Um, and he's, like, uh, he's got a helmet on. Yeah, he's got the helmet, the he's got shield. the baton. I'm like, let me kind of back away from this a little bit. But I'll, I'll move to see if I can, like, see it from another point. But, you know, because, like, the other thing is you have to be careful with this. It's like walking on eggshells. Like, if you do something, you know, to a cop, then the cop's just going to unleash on, like, the whole crowd, I think. I think that's the logic of it. Oh, right, because this wasn't at a, at a scary point yet. This was at a... a it was tense, like a, but it wasn't, like, scary. Yeah, yeah, a moment where it could and or yeah, could not yeah, escalate. Right, right. Yeah. It was kind of funny. There was also, like, a a taco truck like really close by and they're just selling, selling tacos. yeah in the middle of this right by city hall you know they're just like you know they're advertising Whoa. they're like anyone want like tacos and it was just kind of funny like I, I i admire the hustle in the middle of all of this yeah this is going on and i i don't watch the news a whole lot uh anymore i'm on and off the news but the, I, the ones i watch is the pbs news hour and they've stopped reporting on uh, LA protests right. for a while they were all over all the news I even still have some in my DVR just some clips mm-hmm. of people uh, talking about protests going on this is when they were vi- they, they were uh, you know uh, smashing up buildings and stuff and then uh, uh, some time after that but then they just stopped talking about it here and there doesn't mean that the protests have stopped going the George Floyd protests I can call them mm-hmm. or the uh, um speak her name what's her name Brianna Taylor right so uh, so Portland Oregon was a surprise to me because they're at the moment where we were here a long time ago yeah. they're at it now and I'm still unclear like I haven't looked into much uh, of the detail there but apparently Donald Trump wants to send uh, 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 what he did here, he, he sent in the National Guard. Yeah, he wanted to do it there. They left National Guard, right. uh, you know, with no incident, seemingly. Yeah. Now he's sending them over there, and the National Guard's even like, I think a lot of them are at the point where they're thinking, what are we doing here? We don't want to be a part of it. Like, yeah. they're a little more vocal about their discomfort right. in terms of what's going on there. Uh, so... This protest might be a solidarity protest for, for what's going yeah, on in Portland. Portland. I, th- I think that's what it, and I think that's why it got kind of out of hand more right. so than usual, because like, uh, you know, because because of the nature of it. I guess the uh, trying to push back against unidentified officers that may or may not be lurking, uh, waiting to be, you know, unleashed onto LA. Onto unsuspecting people like yeah, yourself. Yeah. And this girl that was pulled off to the corner. Yeah, that was weird. I'm wondering what what might have happened to her. Yeah, I don't know. I was worried about that, too. Do you watch a lot of the news yourself? No, actually, I don't. I've kind of been... Did you watch the news But it's unavoidable. Home? Like, this whole thing with, uh, with Trump, it's like an omnipresent thing. It's like, I don't even have to be tuned in to be, like, aware of what's going on, necessarily. As if the 24-hour news cycle is leaked from television and in the yeah, working life. Yeah, it's contagious. Yeah, it's in, like, the, it's in the air now. It's like a... Uh, back home. I want to call... I want to say back home, but I don't know okay. where your back home is. Your back home, I presume, is New York, but it's also yeah, Connecticut. Northeast area. Do you watch the news when you were back there? Um, most, kind of. I mean, I was a little bit aware of it, because, like, I watched... I listened to, a, to podcasts. Okay. Um... Or like... Well, a, I should say, you're coming from a place... Uh, you're, you're much younger than I am. You were born in the year... 1995. 
and I'm born in 1988. So I think I've acclimated myself to a place where news is a, like you know news is a thing that's on TV only. Right. And then I never really had cable until I had cable, which was like in high school or after. I don't remember which. But I was raised in a place where TV's got the news and mm-hmm. the newspapers has got the news. Not necessarily a place where podcasts or like the right. websites have all have the news. news. I mean, they do, but from where I come from, Huffington Post was like a new thing and it was just okay. like, no one's going to read this. Now they're like Not a despicable huge. thing. Right. Where it's just like, it's, this is so mainstream news that it's bullshit. <laughs> right. um, new York Times is, is going through hell where they were the, uh, they were bad in terms of like uh you know they're they're fucking scummy motherfuckers and then it turns out they're truthers because they're telling the truth and donald trump hates them so he puts them down by calling them names now they're back to being trash again yeah uh i'm not exactly sure i've never really been taken seriously the state of the newspaper but i've always liked occasionally picking up the newspaper the la times right i'm wondering if you've uh so you were listening to podcast news is that what you're saying yeah yeah i was um any uh any references democracy now you were on democracy now yeah they have a podcast i listened to that a couple times and like a couple like the intercept and like uh the intercept yeah stuff like that the democracy now has like a like a public what what do they call that oh well public access TV kind of stuff? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, every once in a while I'll occasionally catch them on TV, and I'm not sure what channel they'd be on, but I presume it must be PBS or something. Probably. Something like a... I don't know, did they ever get on like the local news channel, where it's like a slideshow? Like those local... Channels? I don't know what you mean. What do you mean slideshow? You ever, like, there's some channels where... Uh, I don't know how, like, how much it happens in, like, the city, but I know if, like, you're in, like, certain, like rural areas or something or like you know suburbs or whatever you can like if you flip to the public access station it's almost just like a slideshow like events in the city that are ongoing i'm sure la probably has it but i don't know like it's very is um, this what maybe the intercept milk might have toast been, milk i don't know I've, maybe well i don't even know if democracy now would be on the would be able to hijack that but yeah, I don't. I, it's beyond me. Public access. I like the idea of it, but it's. Uh, <coughs> it does seem like an '80s thing. Yeah, public oh, very access. Much. Well, '80s public access seems cool because then you had. I remember there's like videos of uh, I think uh, like the Minutemen on like public access TV in the '80s. I think Flipper did it as well too. Yeah, suburban lawns are on. Public oh, access. that makes sense. Yeah. Fucking screamers on public access. Yes. Yeah. Or at least those two songs that I really like by both those bands are on that one public access show. Right. I forget what it's called. Um, you read a lot of books these days? Um, yeah, I've been trying to read Ulysses. How's but, that going? Uh, this is a uh, James very, Joyce. Yeah, it? James Joyce. How's that it's going? Very, uh, it's very heady. It's very um, Irish. Apparently, it's like talking about cultural appropriation. I've heard the Dubliners is pretty good by James Joyce. What era of, of time is this oh, that he's writing? Like, is this like last century? No, I think not so. last century. It must be, be like eighteen, like eighties or something. Eighteen hundred. Maybe the nineteen fifties. Somewhere between in that span of time. There's a point in time when literature is like legible to like the modern man. Let me see if I can myself it. being the modern man. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm not exactly sure when that is. Like, even early 1900s is, like, sometimes in a funny... Like, it's written in a yeah, funny way right. where, I, where it's it's poetry, basically. Like, I'm reading 
like narrative fiction, but it sounds like poetry to me. I could be, I could read it in a yeah, forward way, totally. and, and it makes more sense than if I read it straightforwardly. References the Bible and like all these other things that, like I'm aware of the Bible, but I don't understand every reference necessarily. For as much as people may be awake nowadays, I don't. I think we're 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 much less. Uh, intellectual in terms of, of references. Yeah, totally. But then I'm not up to date with any of the new references anymore either. I mean, I, I keep up to date with the uh, with the YouTubes and the Tumblers. They'll they'll clue me in to certain things. Mm-hmm. But even Tumblr, I've been off of Tumblr for some time. I'm pretty sure I've missed out on a number of like yeah. cultural waves because they come and go really right. really quickly. Well, they make me really uneasy too. Like the cultural... what aspect has made you most uneasy? I don't know. It's 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 like. Um... Well, let's have, list like, the another. mob mentality, but this time it's comedy. A mob mentality, but a yeah, comedy but it's mentality. Comedy, yeah, and it's like I, f- I find myself falling into the trap. That's what makes me scared of it too. Sometimes it's unintentional. Like if there's something that's really stupid, I'll like think, oh, this is really stupid, but then I'll start saying it like sarcastically or something, and then it sticks. Right. I should mention now, my nephew Aids has entered the room. Aids, you want to say hello? Just yell it. Just scream as loud as you can. Hi. No, no, loud, loud as you can. Hi. Remember I how? I the mic, but it might. No, don't. Yeah, don't. The microphone's much too broken. Uh, yeah. So you passing through? Just passing through. Um, let's list a number of these things that are uh, that are cultural. Like I was talking about memes and how memes have become yeah. a very present thing, and they don't seem to be going away. And I I thunk that maybe they would uh, come and go. But it it's it's it seems to have stayed. It's a mainstay yeah. now. Memes. And now it's like people share memes with each other. Like, right. Like, and know. memes not being the thing that it once was, but right. what it is now. It's the, yeah, it's it was much more insular. It's been first. culturally appropriated, <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but by everyone, not just gringos in uh, right. in in Colombia, but by like there's like uh, meme culture in like the Philippines and yeah. Japan. You got right. the ones in Mexico. Uh, and it, and they're all very very they're all jokey. Is that what you mean by comedy? Uh? Yeah, sort of. It's like a like everything's funny. There's everything's a well, joke. yeah. It's like a forced reference. Like at least with the like, maybe an example. Do you have an example? Oh man. Oh, you're in okay, hot seat boomer. Now. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Now that's that's a joke to you. Do you think this is a joke? Well, it was like the a idea joke? of it is funny, but. Wait, I, it, I, it took me a while to, to to get that one. That's uh, that's young kids calling out old people for being old. Yeah, for being old and for like having um, I don't know, uh, like uh, I don't know, like backwards social beliefs. I guess like they're stuck in like the era of uh, they're not very so not socially necessarily old is dated. You could say. Yeah. Would you like some of these uh, snacks? What is it? It, there, it says veggie crackers on it. Sure, I'll take one. Here, here, here. Oh, that's probably a better idea. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. Um, okay, so okay, boomer. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one, but I don't... That's like I, a simple one. Or just I don't like think it's funny enough to use myself. Right. I don't know, it kind of like cheapens communication between people. And I, like, I find myself falling into that trap sometimes if I don't know what to say. But it's like... It comes to a point where it's like having a conversation isn't even like, you know, it's nothing. It, it's not like actually talking to the person. It's not direct. It's just like a series of, you know, it's like a series of like old jokes, you know, that aren't like. 
expound on that a little bit more. I don't know. It's like, um... Well, when did you first encounter this OK Boomer thing? It took me a while to figure yeah. out even it was even a thing. Oh. Apparently, it had already been out for months. Maybe, yeah. I guess I encountered it when? It was, like, earlier this year, right? Like, uh, January or February. But since, it's become, like... I don't know. It's just become this, like, dismissive thing. And there's other things, like... Uh, I have to think of a meme. There's so many of them out there, though. And it's, like... So, I don't know. It, like to me, it's like it stifles creativity as well. Um, it, I think anything can be an impediment uh, if you let it. Yeah. Uh, but it also, yeah, it it's, it it does sort of point you a certain way. But then again, it's like Fight Club is sort of a meme, and I kind of engaged in that. Like wait, wait, wait. How's Fight Club earlier. a meme? Well, I guess it's because it's such a popular like frame of reference. It's a it's a meme. But it's in the not old a joke. School. Yeah, I guess it's that's the difference. It's a meme in the old difference. school sense of meme. Yeah, but there's something more like at least with Fight Club, there's something more kind of, um, I don't know, like it, it's sincere. It's made a meme by other people, but other things just like start out as memes or like the memification of Fight Club is coming yeah. from a, a serious, maybe it's just a hate teens. Place. Maybe that's what it comes from. It goes back to hating Say teenagers. Hating teens. Well, it's very easy to hate the teens, especially... Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, the Bob Dylan thing about... Uh, if you can't lend a hand, get out of the way. And he was writing that about old people. Right. I remember at some point I was, like, starting to hate on what was happening in the moment. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is a sign that I'm fucking old. I gotta get out of the right. way. So I, I stopped going... I stopped playing the game as hard. I, I stopped doing the Facebook so much. I, I changed the other little aspects of it. But I realized, too... That this is not long. This is no longer my place. And like I don't, I'm an old person now. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have a place in the world. As, as and it's it's funny because other older people than I have acclimated to the Twitter and to yeah. the fucking all this stuff. I've never really acclimated to Twitter, Facebook. I'm more familiar with, but even now it, it, they've re changed. Like they've changed the the format, so it looks weird. Tumblr is really the only one I kept I've kept up with, and that's just because it's. It's uh, the, the people I follow is all really graphic oriented. It's really just paintings and pictures and you know gifts and it's just you know mostly that. I don't I don't reblog is what they call it. I don't reblog anything with text necessarily, but with pictures. Like image oriented is what uh, I dig about it. But uh, but my nephew AIDS, you know, he's uh, I don't know he's nine actually this year. He's. Uh, this is his world. So the shit that he's into and that he talks about is what's happening. Right. As much as I may hate on it, and it's so easy to hate on it. I, the the fucking, I don't even want to get into specifics. There's so much that I that just riles me up, and yeah. it shouldn't because it's not my place to talk shit. Because this isn't my world. It's more his world. It's it's more his place to talk shit about what's going on with me. But uh, but that that superiority of I've been here longer gives me that sort yeah. of like. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it gives me that sense of like, well, I'm an old guy. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. And so I have to just allow it for, for the culture to play out. I remember the last thing that I was into, I could say, was um, Vines. I was into Vines and the Vine compilations yeah. that came of it. And then when TikTok came along, Vine was like uh, defunct by that. Right. And I was like, well, TikTok is just Same Vines, thing. but unfunny. Like I'm watching these <laughs> TikTok compilations. Yeah. And these are just really dumb, bullshit versions of what Vine right. was doing. It's a lot of lip singing. And then everyone started talking about, "Hey, are you into the TikTok? The TikTok? That's like all like that only uh, confirmed the idea that I am no longer of this culture, right. and I have no place yeah. to opinionate about it." 
but uh, but how unfair is that, you know? So I have I have to now do this podcast thing in order to really get it off your chest. No, to to broach the subject, because okay. otherwise I don't think I would. I have no interest in like getting into that shit. But it seems uh, safer to talk about it at least to make try and make sense right. of it. That rather than just oh that's not I don't know anything about that and I just leave it alone, you know. I forget you're a younger guy than I, so I think you're more. Uh, yeah, but not, but not. It's not like a huge age difference, but no. But, but with the way like enough, technology develops, like nowadays, it's significant in some ways. Like, especially know. with how quick everything's yeah. evolving. Like, right. yeah, we and I can talk about a lot of things on the same level, mm. and then there's a point where we break away, where it's like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? And you're right. like, well, I was raised. I don't know what you're talking about, Timo. You. You know, the thing that you're saying is, is before my time. And I'm like, wait, when's your time again? And I have yeah. to, like, re reorient Readjust. myself with right. your uh, with your and I re- I's relationship. Which makes the dynamic of the band we're in, networth.com, uh, a, a whole thing. Uh, it's not well, networth.com, it's just net worth. Uh, it makes it an interesting thing, because we're both coming at it from the same sort of, like... Uh, uh, I don't want to say theory, but something like that. And then we break... What we have to bring to the table is unique, right? In a way that's uh, that that I can't explain anyway. Millennial worth. Millennial worth, right? Oh, um, uh, you ever feel like curmudgeonly even when you were a teen, though? Yes. Because I feel like it when was, I was a teen, I saw like reticence about things that were popular, like among my peers. Uh, uh, ex- explain. Like, I don't know, like, all the trends in the music and stuff, like, I was still, like, I still had a feeling of, like, I can't be into this, you know? You found it easy to hate? Yeah, it's easy to hate. Like, when Vine was a thing, like, I watched some of them, and it's like, yeah, some of them are funny, but, like, I, yeah, it was still that thing of, like, oh, like, I don't know, this this whole thing of, like, that's why I don't have Facebook, Instagram. It's like, I can't, like, that's my age group, but I still just can't do it. Okay, But boomer. it's not like, yeah, exactly, okay, boomer, but... This is the first time I've ever used okay, boomer. It's not like I, yeah... But it's not like I, I feel any sort of, like, uh, camaraderie with boomers, <laughs> necessarily. In no, a way, I do. Like, I feel like I'm... But it I'm, does say you have a disconnect with the with the kids that you're doing. Yeah. Like the, well, I feel like I, I just can't get along. So that's why it, boomers can't get along with the youth. So I guess I identify with boomers in that way. But I feel like if I was a boomer, I still probably wouldn't get along with boomers. Because it would just be... It's just like a... It's a generational thing. But it's, it's the inability to... Uh, to adjust well and I think that's why millennials hate boomers is they haven't uh, and Gen Z it's like they haven't boomers haven't adjusted to the time and I feel like I can't adjust to my surroundings so I guess that's why I can identify with like the hating on like trends and shit you know I think uh, Americans are not necessarily open minded right if anything we're very narrow minded yeah in a very diverse way so everyone's Mm. got a narrow point of view um, regardless of how open-minded they think they might be, but I think it's because this this culture in America engenders that sort of haterism, yeah, uh, hater nation, you know. Uh, yeah, I had a question and I lost it. Something to do with um, oh, I it reminds me this OK Boomer thing reminds me of when you're a kid and you're learning things that other kids are saying, kind of like cooties. Oh, you got the cooties. I right. fucking who the what the fuck is What's the cooties? Cootie? As a kid, I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, it's easy to adjust it to like acclimate to like that. Oh, I can use this word now. I know what it means. Yeah. Cooties. It's gross, and you don't want it. And I could throw it at people, and they're not gonna like it. 
and uh, old people will never understand <laughs> yeah. and all this shit. Uh, but cooties is like that. This OK Boomer thing seems to be that, where like people use it, and until it's used uh, enough times, it 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 can go wildly any which place until it settles into a ground that everyone can agree upon. OK Boomer applies to this and this. Right. You're using it wrong over there, but you over there, you're using it rightly. Yeah, OK. Yeah, and then like. It think pieces have to be written about it because otherwise the 24-hour news cycle will suffer. Right, they have to and so we have to oh, well, how are kids using why are kids, when did this start? Yeah. Well, it started with the, and then it's just like you kids with the glasses you're not fucking, I don't know, over-intellectualization of really stupid things has become a very <laughs> prevalent it. part of the it's culture. It's hilarious, like it, it pisses me off but it's also really funny. Like well, I, I love to it I love to hate approach. to read it. Uh, what do you mean funny? Well, it's just, like, I don't know, making, like, OK Boomer and all these memes into, like, an intellectual statement, like, it's, it's just, it's funny to me, like, I, ah, it's, I, I can't even explain it, but it's just, it's hilarious. Um, it depends on the approach. There is, a there are people who can talk about certain subjects where I'll be like, yeah, I want to see what else right. you have to say about it. Wisecrack is one of the people, one of the, the corporations, no. One of the things that I like about uh, that that will like you know just uh, that will pull apart things, will right. dissect uh -huh. certain ideas. Another good one to me in movies, anyway, is uh, collative learning. This guy is Rob Ager, who pulls apart movies and theories and like talks about. It. For a while, I was into this guy who talked like film theory. It was film theory, and uh -huh. he talks like this, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I, I like his theories and what he's doing. And then someone talked about how he's not theorizing about movies. He's he's doing this other thing. And I was like, wait a minute, this guy's right. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I found like red letter media and collative learning. And I was like, oh, I like this thing better than the other thing. I don't have to go to the other thing anymore. But, you know, I liked it. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Uh, there's other little channels and places where like if they're dissecting it, I like what they're doing. But then these other people that have, while they're doing it, I, I, I find it either boring or just uninteresting or maybe it's rehashed. But uh, Wisecrack is a really interesting thing where it's oh, like... Yeah, I like Wisecrack. A lot of the, the things they'll talk about I might not have any interest in, but if it's uh, if it's around long enough and I have nothing else to watch, I'll go to it. Like, right. uh, they'll talk about video games. And I remember, that, I don't know, I don't play a whole lot of video games, but I'm aware enough of video games, like, they're enough in my periphery to know, oh, I like that thing, oh, I don't like that thing, oh, yeah. this reminds me of, like, so there's, like, the, that idea that, you know, there's, um, 2D games of, like, people building new games, but with 2D-looking graphics, I like that stuff, Cuphead was an, an, a one of those mm -hmm. things, uh, there is this guy who created video games, it's, like, indie gamers, they call them. Because they independently produce these games themselves, and I've always liked that culture. Even since I was a kid, there were programs I would download so I can make my own RPG, and I was like, "Oh, dope!" And I just never, I didn't have the uh, the focus enough, or like even the interest to like keep the at it until yeah. I finished a game. But I love I the idea of making your own yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's very know? laborious. Yeah, oh yeah, it's time consuming, but not that that's the issue. They, I think the issue was that I was never too into video games to start with, mm. but uh, but they but they were interesting to me. So I would keep them in my hind in my in my yeah. eyesight. So there's this one guy who created a game where it's so. Uh, Wisecrack has a video about it. I, I I'm it, the name of the guy and the name of the games escape me. But the idea is that if you're a guy at an office building 
And it's just simple, like, the simplest looking game. And what you play, you, you get to go this way or that way. And then every which way you go, it makes you question yourself as a gamer, as a this yeah. and that. And so, it, you know, it, it's it's really brainy as Yeah, they well. can be artful for sure. Yeah. And so that stuff's interesting. And I wouldn't myself find it if it weren't for Wisecrack right. talking about fucking... Uh, this thing and that thing and this other thing that I really like and then doing these other side project things or I, I call them side project things but doing these other subjects that I wouldn't normally uh, uh-huh. figure out over intellectualizing of dumb shit can be intriguing to me I mean it's yeah. been done since the, probably since forever the beginning of time yeah, right. I mean, the beginning, at least the beginning of print you right. know otherwise it's gossip yeah uh, which is also it, its own thing but it's uh, it's also over intellectualizing what your neighbor's doing in mm. it like, uh, oh, well, you know, they, oh, they invited be. that one guy who's yeah. new in town. She must be fucking him, you know, all this it's other It's totally thing. gossipy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you uh. know, I think everything that, that we socialize about is has got to be an extension of that old-timey gossipy. Right, totally. Stuff, which I hate the idea that I'm a gossipy motherfucker, but I love gossip so much. Really? Yeah, I think I have, I can uh. admit it. I think I, I really do. As much as I hate gossipers, certain gossipers, I, I... I am just, uh, I am of the audience for that kind of okay. shit, you know. I mean, it, I'd be hard pressed to fight it. Uh, yeah. How do you think you land on the gossip thing? You ever even think about like you and gossip in the same room? Well, I, well, I have one more point about youth culture Shoot. and then gossip. Um, I think the transience of youth culture makes it hard to identify with. Speak closer to the microphone, or that phrase, transience? Yeah, the transience of youth culture makes it hard to identify with. Elaborate on transience. Well, because it's over, like, once you get into it, it's over, and it's like... Wait, transient being someone, like, who walks through this... Yeah, just like, like, momentary. Okay. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's over so quickly that, like, it makes, so, you can, like, be like, oh, yeah, that funny meme, ha, 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 and then, you know, like, five months later, it's outdated. Transience Um, of youth culture being nouns and not necessarily people? I guess both, yeah. I mean, in this day and age, it's like all these rappers are getting famous at like 19, 20, 18, and it's like they're really young, and it sets the bar for success at like a really low age, you know, and it's, and then it's like next day, it's like the next, you know, it's like whatever, it's yesterday's news, which I'm not trying to criticize the rappers or anything, but that's just how it seems to go. It seems like it's just like, okay. This person's in the spotlight, and then it's over. You know, it's it's almost like a, yeah. It's almost like a DIY kind of like. The work will stand the test of time if it's yeah. good. But I, yeah, that, that's an interesting thing. I, I'm not. The actually, work will stand the test of time, but like the the fad that surrounds it will just like, you know, fade out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's especially if it's no good. The uh, I'm not aware of a whole lot of these things, but one of the guys I guess that might fall into that category that you're talking about there is that. That that guy who made it to the country charts and to the hip hop charts. Oh yeah, Lil Nas X. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what the music is, and I'm afraid to hear it just because I don't want to get judgy about it. And another guy is a guy who I saw in commercials in a Bud Light commercial. That uh, he's got tattoos all over his face. I think his name is Post Malone. Oh okay. And uh, it wasn't, and I I was I I've been intrigued by the guy through that commercial because. I'd never, I'm not aware of the music, right? right? I'm not aware of, like, any of the new stuff. Uh-huh. But I've, I've seen this guy in picture before, and he, he had a sort of, uh, he put across this thing. And I'm not sure, I don't remember anymore if it was, a, if I saw him as a serious guy or if he looked angry or whatever. 
But then I saw him in this Bud Light commercial, and he he seemed approachable. It's yeah. that the it works for commercials. Here's right. a guy who's of the youth, but he's also like he's got this this je ne sais quoi, yeah. right? To me, the je ne sais quoi guy. was like yeah, the charming quality. To me, the je ne sais quoi was uh, the voice that he had did not match the persona that I read with all the tattoos really? and stuff. Uh, and especially knowing that a lot of tough-looking motherfuckers in picture will not necessarily have tough-sounding music. If anything, yeah. a lot of the times nowadays they'll have a softer touch. Right, they'll right. be like crooners and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. so I have no idea who this Post Malone guy is, except I saw this Bud Light commercial, and it was uh, it's like, what what is this? And he's just a, like a, a small little line. What is this? Oh, that's what you ordered. Oh, all right. Well, he drinks it, and then it just, and then it zooms into his head. And then it's a bunch of little versions, and I'm thinking, oh, this guy has a sense of humor. He wouldn't be doing this commercial if he didn't have a sense of. So right. not only is the voice not a, attached to the face in my head, but he's also got a sense of humor. This yeah. guy's pretty cool. Cut to sometime later, and I don't normally I love to skip the ads and or turn down all the, the volume all the way when the ad comes on, and uh, you know sometimes I'll allow it to go pa- past me. Sometimes it'll just go past me before I have a chance to do anything about it. Uh, that was just a commercial. It comes and goes. I, I noticed it. I was like, oh, this guy's cool. I made a decision. Uh, turns out this guy is on a Joe Rogan podcast. And I'm like, fuck. This oh, guy yeah. is, all, is so got so much to say. Right. And Joe Rogan will like, will, like, fucking talk to him for an hour, over an hour. I think it was, like, three hours, the fucking podcast. I listened to most of it. And it, it's, it's fascinating shit. And I still won't go back to listen to his music. But... He does seem like one You're of those guys. In the character. He would have yeah. come and gone if it weren't if you didn't have something to bring to the table. Yeah. He's got some. What do you know about this Post Malone character? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, I, yeah, I'm aware of him. T- I don't think I've listened to much of his music. I saw him do a couple covers. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, he seems covers? like a nice guy. I saw him cover Nirvana. Oh. Um, so. The kids it, love Nirvana nowadays. Which, yeah. which I, well, I, that's I, the thing about, like, Nirvana <laughs> seems pretty, like, that's been, somehow that's been constant. So that's why yeah, it's, that's like, been a constant I like Nirvana, but it's, Nirvana. like, the rest of the stuff, I guess I'm, like, looking for something constant. And, like, you can't really get that from, like, youth culture and TikTok and all this shit. Like, it's not, there's something about it that's not very, like, grounding. Um, Nothing's impressed you of the youth? <laughs> nah, fuck the youth. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> no, I mean, that, yeah, I think there's some things that are, but I'm just not aware of it. Like, I feel like I'm too old to like really go into it, and I'm not that old. But it's like I feel like I'm too old for the current youth because it's just gotten younger and younger. So now it's like youth culture is fucking like high school shit, and it's like I can't. Well, you, I'm too old for that now. You've also mentioned you didn't, you couldn't uh, see the kids in the eye your own age back when you were. A kid. Yeah, right, exactly. So you, it's safe to say. So I, now it's like they're even further like beyond my eyesight you so you're know? kind of an old soul to start with well I should like I'm I, I don't even I'm just like a yeah I, I guess like but it's not like I'm, I'm not aware of like old stuff either like I was at the music hall and this lady came in and she's talking I forget what movie she was talking about but she was talking about these like old school mo- movies like the first example of cinema she's like you know what this is and I'm like no and then she's like you work in a movie theater and you don't know what this is and I'm like no sorry and then it's just like so I don't I, like I'm not old enough to identify with old culture but like I'm not 
like I don't really identify. Now it's hard lady, to identify with much of anything these days. Now this lady sounds just as bad as the kids who are haters yeah. about something. Yeah, it's, a, it's like with. a different perspective, you know. But it's like I don't really know. Like I talk to people who know all about history, and it's like I don't really know about history. Like I hate like you know Frank Sinatra. I never really liked classic rock that much either. So it was just like weird. Like uh, I liked stuff that was a little beyond my time, like the '90s and '80s stuff. <laughs> but it was hard. Like it was. But it, right. it wasn't anything like, you know, I can't say like, oh, like I'm really intrigued by all this, like, you know, like this, uh, like the impressionist movement of, uh, of like a, a French artist and like the, the, you know, the fucking like 1800, like late you mean like century. I can't be, I can't do that shit. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's interesting to me. That stuff is interesting to me now. That's why I kind of bring it up. I've been trying to look into that a little more, but, yeah, but yeah, basically it's like all this, I feel just everything is beyond me. Like I'm too Except young, too not. old. Right, yeah, except, except what's not. Like, Nirvana's safe. Well, to go... <laughs> so I guess, you know, I guess I kind of ended up there. Not to uh, contradict you, but maybe to totally contradict you. Okay, let's do uh, it. Naomi Punk would not fall in, in the category of the youth nowadays? No, because they're... Well, no, cause I think they're about the same age as me, if not a little older. But, um, yeah, I, I guess... Well, I guess Naomi Punk is a little... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Well, it's alternative. Do you so. like this band, Neil? Yeah. Punk? Well, the thing is, like, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I, I think they're good. Yeah. You, know, as far, like, you wouldn't I like put the them in your voice. top, like your favorite albums of. Well, yeah, because that's such a big, it's such a huge statement. Where it's, it's hard to know. Like the only thing I can give for certain is Flipper. I think um, it's a it's. It's funny how grand a statement you've made it. Yeah. Because I didn't think it was that grand a statement. Except it can be. It can right. absolutely be a well, daunting favorite of question. All time. And there's so much. There's so much material out there. It's hard to sift. Through. Well, that's why I thought it was an easy question because there's yeah. so much material to sift through. You can just pick one, two, and that's it. But you, you know, I, I, I guess I just didn't expect you to, to put that much thought into it. I, it seemed to me like anyone can have right. eight or twenty, you know, favorite albums, yeah. and so it's easy to pick. Oh, well, I love this one and this one. You're right. like, no, I gotta think this one. Yeah, it's hard. Is, uh, Going back to uh, the youth, Naomi Punk, there was a, yeah, I was surprised to find Post Malone was born in 1998 or something like yeah. in the 90s as well, and I was like, man, I'm, lo- I'm watching him on Joe Rogan, he's smoking cigarettes and just drinking, and kids who were, who were like, I mean, they're, they're kids, but but they're not kids anymore, they're over 20, these right. people, you know, that's, just time is such a, is such a, when I was a kid, old school was like old stuff. But yeah. people who were listening to old school then were mu- listening to music they grew up with, and they right. must have seen it as like, oh, this was yesterday's music. Yeah, this wasn't like totally. day before yesterday's right. this music. This was like 20 years ago. So, so like Nirvana is like old school to a lot of the kids now. Yeah, They're oh, like, totally. oh, I love old school. Like Nirvana, <laughs> fucking stuff. Yeah. You know, just. Well, I, I remember like um, when I moved here, I was in, like, I moved in with, like, a bunch of these guys, and, you know, there's this one guy who was around my age, and he moved here from Russia, so he saw I had a guitar, he's like, oh, you have a guitar? Play me something, and it's like, that's always the worst, like, he had good intentions, that was always, like, the worst thing, you know, especially it's, like, you know, for you or ever? with the kind of music I, I make, and, like, my lack of proficiency <laughs> on guitar, okay. it's, it's hard, so I'm like, <laughs> but I had this feeling, like, I had to impress him, so I'm like, all right. So I start playing Under the Bridge, and he's like, he's like, oh, cool. He's like, do you know anything besides classic rock? Oh, my God. And I'm God. like, oh, my God, like, Under the Bridge is classic rock? You'd be to scoff at classic rock 
being yeah. this isn't classic. But now this is cla- but now but now now I'm kind of to the point where like I have an appreciation for stuff I consider classic rock. And I think the the whole no wave thing got me into that because no wave was my like sag into like the seventies. I'm like this shit is great. And then you know you get like okay well there's David Bowie and um and like the Talking Heads and all this stuff and like this music is is good and. That kind of turned me on a little bit more to, to classic rock, but it was like initially, like some kids were like, fuck yeah, like classic rock, you know, Floyd, you know, Zeppelin, but at first, that didn't hit me at first, until like, you know, now it's kind of like, okay, I kind of understand the appeal of classic rock a little more. Does the word dinosaur rock mean any, anything to you? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Who would you it's put? Because it's funny, because it never occurred to me, but it, maybe it's occurred to me before, but I've forgotten... That the Talking Heads or like um, no wave music, Suicide or, or you know fucking DNA, they w- should fall under the umbrella of classic rock classic because rock. bands that are classic rock were late seventies as well. Yeah. You know your your Led Zeppelins. But they're too out there. I guess that's the thing with Naomi Punk is like it's a little bit out there. Like I think there's probably like judging on the music itself, like. It's like I said to you earlier, like, there's kind of that production sheen of, like, that, like, indie quality. So it might be, like, you know... What would be indie quality? People go to a Naomi Punk show for, like, a good time, but when I hear the music, it's like, like, this is, it's pretty good, you know? What would be indie quality? Like, what sets the standard in your mind? Oh, like... Because there's quality indie, and then there's, like, lo-fi indie. Tame Impala? Tame Impala would be quality, yeah. well, yeah. it's like, this popular, I there's think. There's a studio sheen, like a yeah. very Nevermind-esque, as opposed yeah. to, like, in, uh, what's the one before It's very that? glossy. Yeah, it's glossy. Yeah, it's very youthful, actually, you know, ironically Well, enough. what makes it youthful? I don't know. I'm thinking of, like, a, of Dive, too, with two eyes. I'm D, unfamiliar dive. with Dive. But what that's, kind of like, that's kind of, like, it has that indie gloss to it. and. But it's the youthful quality yeah. as well as the gloss? Or is the gloss the youthful quality? The gloss is kind of the youthful quality, I feel like. Um, but then it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what makes something... Like, there's certain things that are, are timeless. Like, uh, I like No Wave to me is kind of timeless. Like, I can imagine, like, you know, 19-year-olds playing that sh- crap, but I can also imagine, like, you know, like, 60-year-olds playing No Wave. Like, it's kind of like it's, uh, it's ageless to me in a way. It seems like we're at a place where we're beyond empirical notions of things. Yeah. Like, there was a time when, like, if a music critic said it was this, it's definitely this. But now it's just, it's it's so, uh, the landscape of music has, has turned so expansive that there's no way that two music critics can agree on a one thing right. anymore. Because... The the experts are no longer just Rolling Stone and Cream magazine, but Pitchfork, Tiny Mix. Oh, yeah. You got your Vice music. Right, Vice. You got your. Uh, you even got your old school fucking yeah. L.A. Times. I'm pretty sure there are music needle critics drop. there. Yeah. You know what did you say? The needle drop. That's probably another yeah. one. The needle drop. I'm unfamiliar with the needle drop, but uh, he's there's like a, a lot. YouTube guy too. Oh, he's the guy, the YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. They mistook him for like someone sinister on the news one time, <laughs> really? and people had to be like, "Hey, that's not that guy. Yeah, like, this that... guy only does music critic reviews." He was interviewed by Nardwar. Yeah, he was. He I was, was surprised at that because I, yeah. I don't watch his videos, and I guess I presumed he was pretentious, but then. It dawned, like, the more he would come up on my feed, the more eclectic the album that yeah, he was. Yeah, he's turned with. me on this, like, because, you know, because I'm sort of, as much as I hate on it, like, I'm sort of of the age of, like, growing up with the internet, so 
I, I was. I think. I think I was, you're definitely of the age of yeah, growing up right. on the internet. I was, you know, internet was coming in, and when I was in 1995, so I was conscious enough to do it then. Right. You were born then, yeah, so by the yeah, time so, you were like cognitive of everything, right. I think it, it was well established, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of bashful about it, but yeah, I was I'm sorry. A, <laughs> yeah, but so I mean, he's turned me on to some really good music. So right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, uh, I, I guess so. I, I I appreciate that about him, but I guess he is sort of yeah. a tastemaker to a degree. Yeah, I I I like his approach now. Like I thunk him a pretentious before I, but then that's the hater in me. It's it's always on the surface. <laughs> yeah, it's the hater because it's like a popular youth. Yeah, thing. it's yeah. as soon as something's cool and popular, I'm thinking bullshit. Right, exactly. Why the fuck yeah. should? I? And then it's just like, all right, team, we'll settle the fuck down. And then look into it, and it's just like, oh, this guy yeah. is so bad. If anything, this guy's good. Because yeah. he'll open people's minds into things that they wouldn't normally. And he, he yeah, he's definitely an expert right. now, for sure. Yeah, well, that's exactly what you said. And that's the thing where it's like, it's not necessarily being an old soul so much as like, when the youth stuff is popular, it's like, oh, that's bullshit. And when it's like, the old stuff is revered, it's also like, oh, that's uh, like, I don't, that, have, the, that I don't have the capacity to get into that. So it's yeah. just kind of like... In you its know. own way, it's a different yeah, sort of bullshit, sort of but it's bullshit. still bullshit. Yeah, yeah the haterism yeah. is—it comes easy to us, right? Uh, and I think it's—it's—it's very—it's very subtle sometimes the way we can hate on things, or just it—it it could it allows us to be dismissive, and and it seems to make sense to be as dismissive as we are because <laughs> we have such right. strong reasons. Yeah. And as much as they're unreasonable reasons, they're, they're, they're reason enough for us to say stupid shit. That's kind of why, I've like, I don't know if you felt this way, but it's been on my mind for quite some time, <laughs> time now. That's where it gets to, you know, it's like, is this, like, anti-fun? Is, like, having these, like, feelings, like, getting in the way of, like, enjoying life? <laughs> yes. And that's how I feel. Like, I, I feel like uh, no. we have strong convictions. Right? But it's yes, like a, we do have strong convictions. I think the best people, or the more the more interesting people, have strong convictions, because the ones who are loosey goosey about their convictions can oftentimes just seem like like they're so full of shit that you don't want to deal with them anymore. Right. Or at least maybe that's been my experience with people. Where I think I know what what person you're talking about at the music hall. This is the movie theater in in Beverly Hills that you and I have worked at. Um. There were a number of people that have come through there where I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll stand to talk to just about anybody, but the minute this person turns me off with what they've said or something, I cannot stand the presence. So I'll make up an excuse to leave or do something else. Okay. Or uh, ideally dump them on someone else who's in the room who's working who, so that they can... Because there'll be, there'll be people who want to hear what they have to say out loud more than they are trying to have a conversation with you or turn you on to any new movies or anything like this. Someone will come up to you and be like, oh, have you heard this movie? You never heard of this movie? Right, yeah. Like, don't jump on me. I'm here, listen, I'm an ear and you're the voice. I don't want to fucking just turn off the ear just because your voice is grating and shit. And the voice being the opinion. Uh, People like that outside of the movie theater as well can be very just like, Easy. They they can make hating be a very very uh, good thing. Yeah. You know, it makes you makes you feel good to hate. Just like <laughs> fuck that person. Then right, you hear yeah. someone else say, "Yeah, yeah, that person. I don't like that person either." And it's just we we have that 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 symbiosis of hatred, yeah. and it just feels good to hate. Right. But then it gets to a point where it's like 
everyone, like, you initially hate something. This is how I feel sometimes, too. It's like, I hate something, and everyone else is like, oh, this is cool. And then they eventually hate it, and it's like, oh, now everyone hates this thing. And it's like, oh, fuck, like, I hated this from the start, you know, but now I don't feel special anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone else hates it. Oh, no, I just, a, I just feel like a normie again. The so, nuances of yeah. hate. Yes. Do I have to like this now? And it's like, <laughs> Do I have to like this now? Oh, no. That <laughs> I think that's a, a, a thing about being a contradictory nature. Yeah. I think being of a contradictory nature can be a, a, its own little fucking adventure. It's also it, like one-on-one. Like if someone can like sincerely express to me why they like or don't like something I'll be like okay but like when it becomes a group thing it's like that's when it like pisses me off you know but I feel like also most people have better like most people are more easy like to approach like one on one or have like a good conversation with one on one but it's a whole group thing where it's like everyone likes or doesn't like this thing and that's where I have a hard time but you know do you have people, any examples? I guess I don't know, like, there's certain things, I'm trying to, like, what's something everyone hates that I kind of came around to? Um, Band-Aids? Well, there's a, (laughs) yeah, Band-Aids, like, do people hate on Band-Aids now? (laughs) Yeah, uh, at some point there were people who were like, you fucking use Band-Aids? That's just gonna make it worse. Right. And then they start giving you their excuses. So now I'm not against Band-Aids, but I went for so long against Band-Aids that now I, I it's like I, I I don't really go for band-aids anymore. I go for the peroxide or the rubbing alcohol okay. for whatever bruise or the Vaseline, ideally. And then just wrap it in, in, in paper towel. No, I was mostly it's just a joke. Okay. But I didn't <laughs> but and, no. uh, yeah, there's like a debate about band aids. No, oh, yeah. Um Yeah, I well I guess like um Yeah, what did you come around to? Oh, like well, I guess if you, the whole, like, new metal thing, like, you I hated it. came around to new metal, now you can dig it? Yeah, like, in, in middle school, it's like, oh, this is stupid. Give me an example, because there is people who will say, this is new metal, or this is new metal. Give me an example of what you think is new metal, or what falls under the category of new metal. I guess Linkin Park. Linkin Park. Like, in, in high school, I was like, oh, only, like, but there's, there's certain new metal I still hate. Yeah. Um, but, like, Linkin Park, I was like, oh, I, I put them under that umbrella, and then I re-listened to it, like, when I was in college, and I was like... You know, this is actually good music. Like, you know, the, I, the songwriting's there. Yeah. Um, but then there's other things where it's like, you know, I don't really think I can get behind, like, Simple Plan and shit. Like, oh. They're new metal, too? No, I guess they're pop punk, but it's like, <laughs> oh. Even if everyone else hates on this, I still oh, have to no. hate it because it's so grating to my ears. Um, there were bands when I was growing up that fall under new metal that I never listened to at all. Soulfly or fucking... Uh, What's the, uh, the one, Slipknot? I never listened to Yeah, I never really listened to them much either. But the only ones I did listen to that I liked were, uh, System of a Down and Korn, I think. Okay. Yeah, Korn, I think, has, has, uh, has some good songs as well. Um, but I, I haven't listened to Korn in a long time, so not enough to know, like... I really only listened to Korn's, uh, album Issues. And what was the other band I said? Corn and, Korn, and it was something ah, a down. I oh, listened to them, okay. uh, them and their B sides, all the way up to uh, Steal This Album. Because by the time Steal This Album came out, I'd been way more into the B side versions of the songs that are on this record. That I was just like, I, I don't like these versions anymore. And then everything that came afterwards. They let the bass player sing. I just couldn't get on board anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, the guitar players. Yeah, the I couldn't get player. on board anymore because they were yeah. already letting him sing in, in Toxicity, and it was uh, already getting in the way of my enjoyment. And I don't know why 
that is. I think it's just there's no place for sing. It's like certain screamo bands. There's no place for this kind of thing to take place here, right. and so I will not allow it. Like <laughs> screamo, like uh, and it sucks because it's a it's a staple yeah. of the type of music. They'll be like discordant shit, and then they'll have the same song parts, <laughs> and I'll be like, ah, turn that off. And then yeah. there were screamo bands that were just ah, like screaming, and it's like, oh, yeah. this is more akin to power violence. Uh, I can dig it. Uh, yeah. So the same with the and and uh, I was uh, I got out of new metal and into punk by the time Linkin Park, I guess, established itself as a new metal band. Okay. Because I didn't see them as that. I saw them as a K rock band. I guess I would have called them. But I, I didn't. Um, but I, in my mind, it was new metal is like System of a Down, uh, Slipknot, and like these big bands, and then that's it. I stopped yep. paying attention. Limp Biscuit. So it's kind of a surprise in Limp Biscuit. <laughs> but it's kind of a surprise to me that uh, that Lincoln Park would fall into it. But I guess it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense that uh, they would be new metal. But there's a lot of shit in new metal too. So I get. I, like I'm well, not trying that, to glorify yeah, the genre, but it, it falls in every subgenre has its bullshit. Yeah. That you know, like I was having this discussion in the last podcast with uh, this guy Robert, my buddy Robert, about how uh, punk music used to be debated, and it was uh, this debate that came up about the band Tiger Army and how they're punk. And I, and and there was another guy in the room, and I was in high school at the time, but it's when uh, music became a cemented notion in my mind that I was like I can argue for this or this so the argument was Tiger Army is totally punk music and the guy the guy who contradicted it was like no it's not exploited is punk music GBH is punk music um there's punk punk, you know what I mean yeah Yeah, there's there's I guess in in his case it was like I don't want to call it oi street punk street punk is a certain kind of punk Tiger Army does not really fall into that category as much as the Blink-182 category right. of pop punk. So I knew to argue, I was like, no, Tiger Army is not punk. Because if you put it side by side with this other music, there's obviously a difference. Out, right. Yeah, and it's and it, you can't call this this music because it's just pop. It's too poppy to be punk. Yeah. Um, no Effects was a big favorite of this guy's too. And I remember digging music, but knowing then, like realizing then, oh... The genre doesn't dictate if I like it or not. Mm. You know, it, it can be um, either way. Uh, if I like it, I like it. So, like, I can dig Blink-182's live record because it was fast and it was akin to no effects as studio records because the Blink-182 studio albums were not as fast as the live shit. Right. So I could not listen to the, the, the Blink-182 stuff if it weren't the live album. And no effects was just always fast, and I admired that they were always fast. They were yeah. fast live, they were fast studio. I can dig it. Uh, yeah, that 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 whole thing about new metal. How do we get into this subject here? I lost myself. Oh, uh, something about youth culture. The kids, right? Oh yeah. God, the kids. it's just hard to yeah. It's uh, no, it's easy to hate, but it, the it kids is. the kids own the world nowadays. It's, and as only for so long, because the old people have really fucked things right. up. Not the, the old people. I want to say the wealthy have really fucked shit up. Because how is how is it we had the electric car and then we didn't, and now we yeah. have hybrid cars? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like how is it's it? Like we, one two steps forward, we one know, step back. Yeah, or fucking one step forward, eight steps back. How is it all these oil spills and we still won't quit it with the gasoline? Right. Uh. Right. And it sucks because, like, my record collection is made up of petroleum, too. I've contributed to the oil yeah. spills in, Af- in Africa. 
the oil spills in the, in the world and all this other shit. Um, consumerism. Consumerism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a an unshakable aspect of being a product in this world. And we're right. born once, but we're born into America. We're automatically a product. And we're one of those, like, we're like cannibals in that we're products that ingest more products. <laughs> yeah. You know? As right, much as I don't want to be a product, I, th- yeah. I think we're, we're, I think it's, uh... That's true. Yeah, I think we're... You think we're, the mic picked that up? Yeah. I'm unclear if or not we're really products, but I, I'd be hard-pressed to hear an argument against it. I don't know. I'd, yeah, we'll, I we'll think find we're... Out. I'll find someone who's, like, qualified really to talk about it. The guy who invented BuzzFeed wrote this, like... I guess he's like he was this leftist guy in college and he like he wrote something about like the fracturing of personality and like selling like people's identity back to themselves. This is I'm, breaking I'm down people's this is breaking down people yeah, it was kind of like the, into digestible bits that businesses can use. Yeah, it was like yeah, and and you do get it. Like you you do have BuzzFeed telling you the type of person you are and like you correlate your identity to the things you consume, you know. And, yeah, not just that. But and I do it too, and part of it, this whole conversation, like, I'm correlating my identity to the things that I hate, you know, like, in opposition to those things. I've long had a theory that we're innately assholes, okay. and not good, but uh, like assholes, yeah. and that some people can aim it better, so right. some people can aim their a- assholery at things that deserve to right, be totally. hated on, and I, I, I think I still, re- and, it's, and it's funny, actually, that there's actual theology and, like, you know, writings based on the idea, like, I think Thomas Hobbes wrote something along those lines of, mm-hmm. like, people are innately awful. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know who it was. I, I, I'm I'm not smart enough to, to know these things, but I, I've, I've developed my right. own theories, and I find it funny when I can, like, see... All oh, you I, need to do I, is I, memorize. Like, I think a lot of this stuff well, is not just, like, that, having but a read the thing. I mean, to read Thomas Hobbes, like, or it's like James Joyce, to even yeah. just read it, to say, like, oh, I read this thing, right. and it says this. That shit's fucking work. Like, totally. fucking... For me, and not for everybody. And I can read certain things. Jacques, Jacques Attali's Noise, that book that I like oh, to yeah. borrow, uh-huh. I've read that, and it made somewhat sense. Now it makes more sense. Okay. But then it made when I read it. I mean, I plowed through it, and it made, it made some sense. So it's not just like all books. It's just the things that I give time to. I don't know. That's a funny thing too. That's probably a separate conversation. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, I feel all right. I think. Uh, I guess a better example of like the uh, the punk thing, like the the indie punk thing becoming like normalized and mainstream, and like. Uh, What's that band called? Because uh, the band you were talking about reminded me of it. Tiger. Naomi Punk? Um, no, not, not Naomi Punk. The uh, Tiger... Tiger Army. Tiger Army. Because um, oh, it was a title fight, I think is the name of the band. And this is a pop punk band? Yeah. Tiger yeah, Army is like pop psychobilly, I think. Yeah. But, um... But, and there's another one. What, like well, what, what about this band? And what, what, how does it relate... Well, I feel like they're very popular, and I feel like it's become, like... I don't know, like, it's hard. It's, it's become, like... Also, it's like, quote-unquote alternative, but it's, yeah. again, it's, like, I can't... It's hard to identify with everything, like, al- like an alternative or counterculture either, you know, because sometimes it has the same trappings as, like, you know, the things in, in modern... But, but then it's unfair, because I'm, I'm sure, like, when... Like, I'm sure the guys making this music, like, they didn't intend to, like 
do this and but this is like the fan base that kind of they ended up with you know and it's, it's I guess it's not really fair to judge music based on its fan base but um yeah but fairness is a, is, a, is a very it's like a utopia yeah it just it doesn't exist there's right. no such thing as fairness I think it seems to me anyway like it's there's too many valid points on either side right. on everything, so everything's at least binary. I've gotten to be less of an asshole. Like, that's good. There was a time where I was like, you know, where it's like I'd be, I'd be like, it would make me mad if someone liked stuff that I didn't like. Like it would make me like, like, like I wouldn't be mad at them, but I'd be like, ugh, like I'd feel like, ugh. Like unreasonably mad, or would, Not or would you be validated like in your? It, it would make me like, ugh, like it would frustrate me because I'm like associating it with all this other shit. But it's and now it's kind of like, you know. If someone likes something that maybe I don't like, you know, you just try to, like, introduce them to stuff that you do like, uh, and then maybe you can turn them on to things that way. And, you know, it's like... So you're learning to curb yeah, I'm, I'm learning people like as what, opposed to yeah, hating on them. What someone's taste... There. Someone's taste doesn't... Sometimes it does, but it doesn't always necessarily say much about their character. You know, like, there's a lot of assholes out there that have, like, really good taste. Like, people that have great taste, but, like, I wouldn't want to spend, like, five minutes with... You know, it goes back to what you were saying before, where it's like it's more like they want to talk at you than yes. they like listen yeah. to what you're saying. And then there's some people who might like things that I consider shit, but they're like more willing to listen to what you have to say. Um, yeah, I wonder sometimes what where like that I I wonder if I fall sometimes under the category of the things that I couldn't stand. You know? Yeah, I don't think so. I know I hate myself, but I don't know why I hate myself. Uh, it'd be really funny if I were suddenly clear on as to no, why I hate myself. I don't myself. think that's why, from like an outsider's I'm pretty sure I, I like well, no, other I, people's opinions. Well, yeah, yeah, right? you'll listen to other people's opinions. Uh, it's well, not, yeah, because I'm intrigued. Yeah, right. I, I'm, it's just an, a curiosity right. I'm feeding. Yeah. But that might be like, you know, uh, not corruptible, but like, I'm sure there's something bad about it, you know, just yeah. to, I don't know, to, to, um, What's yeah, no totally. Duh, uh, I mean, taste, <laughs> taste catches on. So there's a certain point where it's like there's one guy who has taste and everyone thinks it's crap, and then eventually that thing becomes like the mainstream like target for taste, and now everyone has taste, and that's where like Fight Club comes in. Like, I like Fight Club, but it's become this thing where it's like there was a point where it's like oh if you like Fight Club you have good taste, and now it's like transitioned back who into would like say that? now it's transitioned into back of like oh like you Wait, like Fight Club so only I like you know. Men who think who are like you know fucking in their like twenties and think they're like you know really deep. Only those guys like Fight Club, and it's like like it's become this thing where it's like it's fluid and like the taste is so hard to keep up with. Where it just goes back to like all this shit, like all this like social, like the like the social digestion of music. Like none of it is like solid. And like I'm I'm looking for something solid, and I think that's kind of like that that's what sets me back. I don't know if it sets you back or you feel the same way, but that's what makes it hard to, like, you know, like, relate with people and, like, have fucking fun. Because everyone else can be like, ooh, like, I'm fucking swimming along the stream and I can't fucking... I just can't do it. I'm not nimble enough. When did Fight Club come into play in your life? Just recently. Really? Like, less than a year ago. And then you got the criticism about Well, it. then I was aware because then it's like everyone has these opinions of Fight Club. And I know there was this one time where Who's Fight... Who's everyone? It, well... I, I guess, like, the, uh, like, the internet, so to speak. Okay, not, not the people who talked about it? 
No, but I talked to, well, I talked to someone recently in person. Mm-hmm. We were talking about movies, and okay. he tells me his favorite movies. And it was kind of the same thing. Like, I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But he just tells me. He's like, one of, he's like I know it sounds bad, but one of them is Fight Club. And it's uh, that's like, interesting. He already knew. So he already knew that the perception of Fight Club being, like, something that sounds So now I'm aware. But, but I knew at one point in time, like, not that long ago, Fight Club was like, oh, Fight Club. Like, you can't touch Fight Club. Like, like it's that good. Yeah, like, oh, Fight Club's fucking great. Like, I fucking love Fight Club. And now I it's love like, the whispering. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, and it's people are like, fucking hey, man. But now it's They're worn off because it's gone through that trajectory of, like, taste being like, oh, this is good taste. Oh, oh fuck this. It's like, you know, it's gone through that whole, like, um, <laughs> that, uh, that lifespan of taste. And now it's just like, oh, you know, you like Fight Club? And eventually one day it might be it might go back to like, oh yeah, Fight Club's pretty good. Yeah. But it's like To you my know. recollection, as long as that movie's been out, it's always been derided as like, well, uh, so called intellectual pros <laughs> think right. this movie is bro. smart when actually yeah. like I right. guess these are like before I think before Vice became a a thing that uh-huh. it is now, back when it was just an underground mag yeah. an underground reg. People were talking about Fight Club in an intellectual way and being like, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, they would yeah. say their points, but it was along the lines of, like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bro movie. Yeah. And I remember, like, when I saw it, I did not, ex- like, I didn't hear anything about it. So I saw it, and I was blown away that it was, like, that good. And this is before I got into movies and realized who David Fincher was. Or who the author Chuck Palahniuk is, uh, but um, I was I was really intrigued by the idea of like breaking down the banks and that like right. not just that but we pulled everyone out of these buildings so it's really just the upper crust that are gonna feel the fucking pain yeah. and then everyone's debt is wiped out like those theories are just so beautiful and to make them real like that was new to me that you could do that it was before i realized that fiction's fiction for a reason and that it can never be i did it before this is <laughs> right. when i when it, when i used to think anarchy was like cool and utopia <laughs> is totally yeah. possible uh, and, you know before i knew that the hippies sold out you know right this was when I bought into the idea that the 60s were fun punk is like dead. all these ideas yeah the yeah. punk is dead i mean all these it's a funny thing when you approach something that has a that has had a life of its own and you didn't you can't acknowledge it because a you're ignorant of the fact and b you have your own notions as to why right. it's cool or what. Yeah. And I find it funny when the criticism hit you, criticisms hit you before the material. Yeah. You know when you hear about something like, uh, I don't know, for example. Uh, Oh, this movie's fucking good, except for this part with this part. Right. So just be aware. As whereas, like you're turning the TV on and there's this movie on, and you're like, it's it's the same. Yeah, movie, and you're going you're thinking, into it without any. Wow, what is this? Right. Oh, I'm gonna watch it straight notions. through. Hey, have you ever seen this movie? And then it turns out, oh yeah, that movie. Man, the thing about this movie is a blah 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 blah. I don't know. It 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 fucks with you, man. Right. It fucks with you. I guess on this note, we should end it. You you want right. to end it? You got any final thoughts? Um. Yeah, I guess to to bring it back, final thought. I guess that's why I'm hesitant to say anything's my favorite movie because it's like people attach like the personality of the person to like their favorite kind of media, and that's what I was doing to the other people. And I, I realized like that's why I hate it when when people do it to me, so I stopped doing it. I think you but think too much, but I, you're right. Yeah. I think I thought the same thing. Right. 
in terms of like it helps me to get to know the person that's on the other side of this line yeah if i know two of the things like it 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 says a little something and that's why it's even a propos of nothing we don't have to get back to the subject of that thing i think because the reason being i just want to get to know what you like and i love music and movies i wonder if you have a favorite that i haven't seen or yeah. heard right. i'd love to you know what i mean like it's uh-huh. it's subtly into that that track but yeah you're on to you're on to you're on to me more than i am onto me i thought it was just a fun thing to do now it turns out it's an intellectual thing right to, oh. thing to do we're, we're over intellectual you're over everything. intellectualizing the stupid no i'm just yeah, maybe so anyway which way thanks uh, for full sitting, circle thanks for sitting thank down you. with me man thank you gringo nation right. thank you gringo nation are you nervous about the title there no i'm excited <laughs>